Was that the finger? That's yeah, a it was go the symbol. Oh, okay. You should, so go now. No. Yes. You know what? Let's no, no, give it another you. five minutes, and then you can decide whether you want to go. Okay. Okay. You got to add I mean, three I, more I, early adopters before we start. I, I don't know if our one viewer is us or if somebody's actually listening to this banal crap. I lost my phone. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so we got one. What's good, Internet? Person Internet? Welcome to session one fourteen. Of I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I'm trying to. We're starting over. <laughs> Are you done? You done? You got it all? No, out of I system? wanted to say we got one person without a phone and one person without any data. So we're a joke. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys done? You clear? You got it all out of your system? Yeah. Good. Let's nope. Go. It's never out. What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 114 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Also, as always, part of NPR of Illinois. I am your ex-WWE Super... Getty, I don't like wrestling. <laughs> Read the Get opening. for the future. Put it in your notes. Read the opening. Alex the... I don't, I don't know what that means either. Uh, with me, as always, is how I'm just skipping past it. Is Hollow Getty, you want to read it? Why, you why it, do you want to do an opening? If you just want to start the podcast, <laughs> let's go to Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and... Uh, with me, as always, is Hollow Knight Champion Supreme, Joel DeWitt. Joel, good work this week. My wife's doing dishes in the background right now. It's really distracting. Um, we'll move on. Okay. All right, uh, nice. Getty. This is all going. This is all going great. Uh, all the with, also with us is apparent millionaire Eric Getty Gettinger. So let me get this straight: you got PS5, you got Persona 5 Strikers, new Pokemon Snap, RE8, and Mass Effect. We're not doing the opening, so just skip. <laughs> that reads like me instead of Mass Effect. Well, I mean that—that's why I had to ask what me was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getty, wake up! Wake up! We got this. Also with us is Alec Parks. What's going on, Alec? <laughs> this introduction is so off script. We need a script manager. I am so close to the end of Nier. I hope I finish it this Monday. Otherwise, I don't know. I'm just going to like finish it off stream and not care about any of you. Eh, I mean, don't worry. You only got one, one more playthrough. But, I swear, if there's a fourth playthrough, I'm going to drive to your house and beat you with a homie sock. With this week, we get all shooty and early adopters, talk about Sega in the news, and finally battle the uh, the White Witch in the backlog. Man, you, yeah, yeah, get it, come on, wake up. Well, you, you stopped reading it, so I decided to fix it. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and no Getty, we aren't talking about any of the games you have. That's good, because I feel like this is a complete waste of time. <laughs> I spent I spent time writing this shit up and all right, what the fuck you want to talk about, Alex? <laughs> Tell me about RE8. I won't. Let's just jump on to Severed Steel. How it? Well, I mean, you want to talk about Severed? How's Ethan Winter's hand? So Severed Steel is a first-person shooter. <laughs> uh, really crazy techno yep. vibes. Uh, really bombastic in your face visuals as well it's all neon everything from lots the, of techno too from the enemies all the way down to 
Like, even your guns have this, like, really weird glow to them as you're shooting people up. I like that it's got cool parkour and slow-mo, like a slow-mo mechanic. So you can just slide across the floor, wall run while shooting people on the side. That's basically the only way to survive. I just assume everybody else got to play it this week, so. Yep. We all played several hours. Yep. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I like the slow-mo. I like turning around uh, and shooting behind me as I'm sliding, wall running, and again, a lot of fun overall. And, you know, I like. Did Did you guys ever play Mirror's Edge? Because I really liked Mirror's Edge. I did a bit. I-, I liked the idea of Mirror's Edge more than I actually liked Mirror's Edge. But I think once all- you got a flow in the movement, you know, re- re- wall running is like Titanfall or Mirror's Edge, even uh, Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner, which we played earlier in the year, uh, we were a ninja cyborg parkouring and fighting people. You that one, you had a samurai sword. This one again, you got bombastic pistols and weapons that you're uh, fighting these uh, soldiers in. Yeah, that mechanic is really hit or miss, though. And in this one, it's really forgiving. You don't have to worry about it very much. You can there about hit the wall and still be able to go for a good distance. And honestly. It was difficult because you only get a couple of shots in on yourself before you go down, but you are able to accumulate more health if you kill the enemies. Uh, The only mode that was available was fighting against bots, and it was all like a preset stage, so your goal was to try and rack up that score, hit as many kills as possible in a row to increase the multiplayer multiplier there we go and then you would be able to unlock more stages to try so i got about four of them before it started to really have me do a stage like three or four times in order to unlock more uh but it Mm -hmm. looks like you're also able to unlock different weapons and different i don't want to call them kits but it seems like a a different loadout loadouts yeah yeah i don't know it's it's an interesting game yeah, and, and again, your 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 take with like bringing neon to it, even like your life bar looked like a neon sign, and uh, the wall like the, the indication for wall running was just a bright yellow line across it. Uh, again, Ghost Runner being a little bit more unforgiving and difficult, I felt like the the recharging health on kill made it 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 was it was very for me. I didn't have a whole lot of problems not dying, so. Uh, so again, it just gave, it gave you a lot of more movement, but it did also, after a while, feel a little silly. It's like, oh, you took 17 bullets that round. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm fine, you know. Yeah, I'm well. fine because I was dashing and diving through windows like a badass. I mean, I killed 37 <laughs> people, so that's why I'm okay with these 17 bullets riddled in my body. There's got to be some type of repercussions. But the the tutorial had, like, the tiniest little bit of story, but it didn't amount to much because there wasn't anything going on with all of the the stages that it gave you. So tell me a little look? bit about the environment. Like I, I've seen uh, that it's pretty destructible. How how destructible is it? The glass. All of the glass is destructible. Not all of the elements inside of the different rooms. So there's like an office setting. There was like a like a butcher shop. Um, Alex, you'll have to help me out. I don't know how many you got to play, but out of the four I unlocked, there wasn't a terrible amount of 
like extra stuff to do, it all seemed pretty similar. So even though it was a different environment, there were a lot of similarities to the, the way that the doors were spaced out or the fact that each one had like two levels. But it was it could have been easily procedurally generated, mm-hmm. so it's hard to tell. Um, but uh, again, the the only real destructible was the doors and uh, the glass windows, yep. which that did add an element that was was pretty fun to be able to shoot through uh, windows or kick down doors, which kind of reminded me a little bit of that game that you guys played when I was out, where you would kick. It was just like you're using your foot to kick down doors at people. Angry foot. Yeah, that that kind of <laughs> reminded me. Like I I went up to a door and just went. They saw the big boot happen. I was like, okay, just kick down the door. Let's go. So that kind of got me amped. Yeah, you could hit people with the door. You got to really time it right, though. The game wants you to try and chain together as many kills as possible. And I feel like it would definitely benefit from adding in a, like a replay function similar to what we have in that, that really Super great hot. game that Alex likes. Super hot. Super hot. hot, super hot, and then well, and then I would say that uh, to kind of add to that comparison, you when you run out of bullets, you can just throw the gun at an enemy, and that'll stun them, and you can pick up other people's guns off the ground. So there are plenty of times where you empty your you know empty your gun, throw it, and you're like, well, I got nothing else, and you look at the floor, and there's some a different enemy on the like a gun on the floor, you can pick that up, and then start and continue with whatever you're doing. So definitely they, they are trying to do hot. they're trying to do something here. They are really trying to kind of come up with something a little bit more unique, taking elements from other stuff and putting it together into uh, a package that I feel like it, it it plays good, it feels good. Uh, I do wonder about the environments though. How much they can change that up. If that could be a little bit different, maybe more levels than 2 even having what if you Getty, what if you have to go to an apartment building and you have to work your way up floor by floor? I feel like you're describing the plot of a movie to me, but yeah, <laughs> I would definitely enjoy the that. Raid. I'd, I'd, I'd want more from what they've presented so far, or at least I would want to go back just to see what story elements they're going to add into the finished product. I swear that it's already up for purchase on Steam. Yes, it is. It is? All right. So maybe yeah. that's something to look into. How much are they asking? $90? No, I don't think it's that much. <laughs> I very I just, much don't think it's that much. I just saw it was wishlistable. I didn't see you could buy it. Really? It gives me the purchase option. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> it just kicks me straight back to the storefront. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it's not up for purchase yet. Uh, Getty, that movie was The Raid. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, but, uh, you know, in Severed Steel, you're really sticking it to the man. Uh, in our next game, you were really sticking it to the stick man. Uh, we played Stick It to the Stick Man. Uh, Joel, did you get did you get a chance to play this one? I, this one was highly I did in our chat. I did. So Stick It to the Stick Man is a 2D side-strolling brawler, except it's not traditional like that. You are in an office... You did a job, and then you go up each level, and you're fighting a bunch of other stick people in each level. Uh, there's only one attack button. 
and it just cycles through different attacks. So I had a hard time getting used to that, actually. By the time I was done, I was accustomed to it, but I'm, I've gotten so trained to have a different attack button for each attack. Uh, the, the aesthetic is really funny. The, it, it's, it's an office job, but they have you start by saying, what do you want your starting salary to be? And it shows $25 an hour, $15 an hour, then like $8 an hour. And you pick one of the higher, the 25, nope. It'll just say nope to you and cross out the option. You go to the 51, $15 one, nope, cross out. So that like you have to pick the $8 or $8.50 <laughs> salary. Well, um, I think so, that I think that's your difficulty. Maybe, maybe. You mean like if you beat the yeah, lowest think- one, they'll... They'll top. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's more you, than just a meta commentary. <laughs> no, you do have yeah. the option when you beat the CEO to raise the minimum wage for the first time in forever. Hmm. Hmm. I. What level do you have to be at to get to the final boss? I don't know. I got through it on my second run with the what the weeb. I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to floor ten. Maybe that was the boss, and it just died again. No, him. no, you are up on the roof yeah. to fight the boss. Oh, okay, okay. But this game was a lot of fun. Like it's it's not precise, and it's not supposed to be. It is it is spo- supposed to be that floaty kind of stick game feel where you're don't have much center of gravity. There's a actually a slow motion button too. So like it can get really fun to get down to the slow motion and try to look at where your next step is and try to sort of stage your location because like one could be an uppercut, another one could be just a punch or kick, and they have special ones too. Uh, like uh, I think the Weeb can do like a multi punch thing. Uh, weeb is a different class, <laughs> by the way. We're not just there are multiple weebs. classes to unlock that uh, give you different weapons, abilities, passive abilities. Uh, and your, because uh, again, the attacks are the list at the bottom of the screen, and every time you hit the attack button, it cycles through those ki- those abilities. Uh, I thought they were very funny, uh, just even having the base uh, class having a Shurayukin and the uh, Chun-Li kick that also turns into a flash kick if you upgrade it. Mm-hmm. Did you get yep. the Hadouken? Yes, uh, I did. I did not get the Hadouken. I loved that Hadouken. Man. I like the spinning kick. Just, yeah, I, me too. I my other favorite one was the uh, street sweeper kick. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so uh, again, floaty, uh, very physics based, and uh, I, I have to say, I laughed out loud. I, I legitimately, uh, because of the way the physics are and how silly you are and you how LOL'd? much you can raise your, you can, you can get your attacks, uh, your attacks do more damage and all that stuff. I walked into a room. Two guys came at me. I kicked them. They both went flying out of out the window, off yep. of the bu- out of the building, and I, I just went, "Oh, okay, you know, uh, well, mm, okay, that's that's just what we're doing. I'm just kicking." And it just proceeded that way. The further I went up, the more I was like, "Well, the tactic is now. I'm just booting everybody out of the window. That's all I'm gonna Sound do." Sound tactic. Up, up right away. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you don't even like. There's no, like. Oh, they have life bars. Nope. Out the window. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was the most fun way to dispatch them, though. Like, just because that that's where it gets into the silly rad doll kind of look, and I'm I'm a big fan of the rad doll. Well, you know who yeah, made this game, definitely, right, guys? Uh, 
No, who made it? The same people that brought you genital jousting. Oh, no kidding? Oh. Okay, that's a high pedigree. This is uh, why I selected it, so I could bring that up on the <laughs> podcast. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Well, big stuff. They're doing, they're doing big stuff. Big stuff. They're just growing yeah. all the time. Some might argue. You know, this is really a stand-up game. <laughs> they come at you hard. Uh, so, uh, again, the, there's a lot of comedy there, the way that the different class, the weeb looks like Goku, and he does the, the anime, uh, the anime run, which is very funny, mm-hmm. uh, the Naruto yes. run. There is, uh, there is a class that uses guns, uh, that's pretty fun. There's just a lot, a lot of detail here that I feel like, uh, stick it to the stick man, uh, brings. Um, Alec, what was, did, did you, what, what was your favorite class? Did you only play the one? I I played the two the the first one and the weeb I just I enjoyed the weeb a lot and I after I went through I just unlocked all these classes and I was like nope I'm just gonna keep playing the weeb. <laughs> uh, did you did you uh, I wonder if the weeb gets you a spirit bomb that's absolutely useless? Not that I've seen. Okay. Because I upgraded all of the base attacks and it. It was fun, but no, you got that would the, be very funny to throw in a spirit oh, bomb. It was well, <laughs> as far as I can tell, the spirit bomb wasn't useless. Useless Goku was right because he kept on failing yeah. to deliver. It never really con- connected, didn't? There were a couple of times oh, it okay. connected. There it a just, couple, yeah. The, the people he used it on were too powerful. There you go. Well, so it really it, well, it, it worked really once with um, Boo. With an assist. With an assist. Who was the assist on Boo? The world. The universe. (laughs) I mean, it was always. power. Right. Yeah, that's the whole point of the spirit bomb. And and a wish. Spirit bomb. And a wish. Spirit bomb. Spirit bomb. Nope. Everyone put put the hands up. Get get, it. Put your hands up. You gotta see your hands. My hands are up. Oh, yeah. We don't know what you're doing, Alex. He's flipping us off, I'm sure. Hand check. Probably. Hand check. Gotta do it, mm. especially when general uh, jousting. So, so, side note, side note. Uh, Getty, are you enjoying your time with Pokemon Snap and, Respon- and Resident Evil Eight? Yeah, we don't have to talk about them though. I know we got a quota to meet here. But uh, uh, so you think Pokemon Snap is a great addition? I said it before, talk. and I'll say it again. It's Snaptastic. <laughs> That's all. I, I don't think that I have to go too far into it. I don't know if you guys play right. the original, but it's an on-the-rails photo game. You just take pictures of the Pokemon in their natural environment. I, I'm told that Professor doesn't, doesn't appreciate art. He... I don't know if he doesn't appreciate art. I, he's looking for very specific criteria to be met when he's grading your pictures. So what you might he's, think looks good from a, a photographer standpoint is not he's very discerning it sounds like he's this is all science based all right so getty i played the original i like the original do i get the new i recommend it or have i already played it i i don't think that you've already played it they've added enough new pokemon so if you're more akin to the original ones you probably want to stick with the the old 
fashion version, but this one, it takes a lot of the newer Pokemon, brings them in. Um, still some of the ridiculous stuff that you have to do, like uh, throw throw the apples at different Pokemon to get them to interact with the environment, or in this one they added a music box that you can play from your cart that'll get the attention of the Pokemon around you. It's just fun nice. and relaxing to be on that that rail and trying to see what happens or what might pop up this time. Because as you take more photos and unlock the stages, uh, you get the way that they say it is that you've reached a certain level where the Pokemon are more comfortable with you in the area. So they'll do different things. So where they might have ran away from you before, sometimes they'll come up and take a look at you. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. And some of the photos that you take, like I get it, the Pokemon professor, he doesn't care. He thinks you're some kind of scrub. But <laughs> they're fun enough where I've saved like a, a good handful. Like, yeah, this is cute. Or... This is a good action pose. At one point, there's a Machamp doing squats on a rock in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> like, nice. who doesn't want to see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds really chill. I, uh, it's super mellow. That that sounds tempting. I have heard there is a lot of grinding necessary. Not really, no. Mm, okay. I mean, it's all on rails. Isn't that what you do on rails? Yeah, Alex no, is a pro. No, but the thing is, though, is that I, I'm told that you have to do it, you have to do the same map. Like, you'll see the same map, like, a bunch of times. Yeah, but if you're also trying to complete your photo decks, then you're going to end up doing it anyway. Or they added all these skill pictures that you can take, like, trying to get certain Pokemon in a particular position, or creating an instance inside of your trip to get them to do something ridiculous. So... And, also, and they also t- made it so that you can go to the same map at night and you'll get a whole different set of Pokemon. Yep. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's Snaptastic. Fantastic. Uh, now, uh, let's dive through this window into the break. Yeah! We'll be right back. <laughs> you on that witcher season two hype train i'm i didn't i don't know i didn't i think i couldn't get into the first season what he's a weirdo it's fine oh you're talking about the tv show okay i was i was confused yeah season two of the books i'm reading them to alex every night oh it's so hot that's a good way to get your beauty sleep the chest hair He's always in. He's always in a tub. Okay. Uh, How often first piece does of he me- say "fuck" in the books? Kind of a lot. I am actually illiterate, so this this episode's <laughs> now rated R. <laughs> yep. First yeah. piece of news: Sega set to revive Car- Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio franchises, possibly Panzer Dragoon and Virtual Fighter. I really like Virtual Fighter, so I'd be hyped on that. Also, Jet Set Radio. No crazy Panzer taxi. Dragoon and crazy taxi. I can I, take your leave. I'm pretty much 
good for all of these. Like crazy taxis, just kind of fun to screw around with, especially if drinking's involved. You should play the phone tap game. It is surprisingly inclusive. Crazy taxi, still? Yes. Yes. I'll have to check it out. A phone. It's it's an idle game. You know, it just you put your taxi guys out there. They do it. Oh. They do what? We've got enough of those. The numbers go up. The numbers go they up. They do what, Alex? They do the damn thing. Team Cherry not set to present anything at E3. That's sad. I mean, it looks looking like we might not get Silk Song this year. I'm okay with that. I'm saddened. <laughs> I mean, it does it, it makes me want to go back and play the Grim Troop. Yes, DLC. do it. Do it. Did you do it, Alec? Not yet. I got to go activate it on my uh, non-random playthrough. Gotcha. I'll play that DLC. I hear it's really good. Yeah. Uh, next piece of news, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 plot revealed. After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is ready for more freedom, and Tom and Maddie go agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. But no sooner, uh, uh, no sooner are they gone... When Dr. Robotnik comes back, this time with a new partner, Knuckles, in search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. So what, this is Sonic 3? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I mean this, the, all of the Sonic games generally have a plot to get the emeralds before Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, but I mean, like, specifically three was Robotnik convinced Knuckles, yes. Knuckles that Sonic was the bad guy and was trying to use the Chaos Emeralds for evil. Does this seem like like the plot of Alvin and the Chipmunks movie? Do, 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 do. I swear. One with Jason, where Jason Lee is Dave. And he leaves him home. Or maybe they're on a boat. I don't know. This seems, like, suspiciously close to. Wasn't the, there so, one where they were on a boat? Hold on. The Squeakwool? So, yeah, I was going to say Sonic 2, the Squeakwool. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm just happy one? that you read that entire synopsis. I'm very pleased with myself. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that we had to read it, but... <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so... I mean, Daddy, it could have... It was, either, it was either RE8 or it was talking about Sonic 2, the movie. I think we made the right choice. I mean, he completely biffed the opening this week, so I guess he had to read something. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank you. No problem. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I will say that I like Sonic and Knuckles only because it's a continuation, like a direct continuation from Sonic 3 that they uh, he destroyed the giant egg ship planet. And then in Sonic and Knuckles, even the intro, when they pop out of the ring and they go to the menu... Uh, you see the giant egg ship crash land, and that's how Sonic and Knuckles. I'm going to say, show me the character model for Knuckles before we get too far in here. Ooh, Last thing we need question. is uh, another Sonic re- redux, rewrite. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was so bad. That was really bad. That was probably the only time that fan backlash already actually made something better, though, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, next piece of news, Nino Kuni 2 coming to Switch September 17th. No. 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 I just thought you'd like to know. Good. I hope you're happy. I don't mind. I'm not going to play this one. <laughs> I'm not going to play this one. 
We'll, no, we'll find out why in the backlog vlog. Uh, I did also want to throw out there Unbeatable, Unbeatable, a game that we talked about last week, uh, as it turns out, is fully out, and that is the game, and is free. Free to play. Nice. From my understanding. So, uh, people should play Unbeatable, because that's just a good game. It's just a good game. Freebies, Doodle God on Indie Gala, uh, Dark Hope on HIO, Memory Match, Indie Gala, Marble Duel, Sphere Matching, Tactical Fantasy. That seems <laughs> complex. Port Royale 3 on the Microsoft Store. And NBA 2K21 on the Epic Games Store. Get on that NBA. Uh, it's no, uh, uh, what is it, Spike, Spike Jones directed one. Spike, no, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. That was Spike that. Jones. Spike Jones. Uh, Xbox Game Pass, three months for a dollar. New or lab subscribers only. Now, personally for me, I am all about Henry Cavill building PCs. If only he did it shirtless. Let's take a break from the news. We are back. Back with the backlog vlog, where we play games because Getty played and finished it months ago, but now is allowed to talk about it. Oh yeah, uh, Getty, you're not really going to talk this time. Uh, Nino Cooney, <laughs> Wrath of the White Witch. <laughs> he looks so fine. I, I beat I beat Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch. Suck it, Joel. Uh, I, both Joel you, you and know, I, Alec started playing it at the same time as we did. So Alec played an I hour. Just, there was no I just hey I no, value I got... my time more than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I made it more than an hour in, you jerk. How many hours did you make it into that game? Four? Five? That sounds like a question. Two and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay, Qu- question, question. Uh-huh. How, many, how much time do you put into a game before you decide to drop it? Ballpark I will tell estimate. you right now, Final Fantasy Thirteen does not get good until hour 30. Yeah, no. I, I'm around five hours is where I drop games. Okay. I, 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 if I'm putting a spirited attempt, it's two hours. If it's just kind of like, a, yeah, I'll try this for a couple minutes, they got an hour to grab me. That's, that's my limit. I didn't... Okay, so I will say this. Nino Kuni, what... I just kept seeing glimpses of, of stuff that I really liked. Uh, I kept getting into new... Just new scenarios, new story beats that kind of picked it up. Um, and then whenever the story picked up, I picked up. So I was very into that. But what I didn't enjoy was uh, I started to see how the sausage is made. They would put you in a new area to get from, and it'd be like a big map, and it'd say point A to point B. And to get there, you are severely underleveled. I'd say you need five levels, which is roughly two and a half hours of grinding. To get from point A to point B. That's once you get there, you're high enough level to get the story beat that leads to a dungeon. And the dungeon, you step into that dungeon and you are also underleveled, and you need to do the grind again 
and then you get the boss, which also takes a little, probably about another half an hour to an hour of grinding again, and then more story. So I kind of it kind of became a podcast game for me, where or a TV game where Beth would be watching TV, I'd be watching TV, and I'd just be just constant grinding to get the levels up and get mm-hmm. the get what I needed to get to the next story beat. And the story is what kind of kept me going. The new characters and the new adventure that was happening uh, with the Studio Ghibli art. Uh, Getty, did you feel like you were hitting that kind of grind? Oh, I thought I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Uh, (laughs) I really didn't mind the grind. That was one of the things that I could, like you said, be doing something else while you're grinding. It was second nature. Just run around... Once the battle starts, you don't even have to do all that much because a lot of the fighting is automatic. And you can even set it to be automatic. You don't have to waste your time on it if you don't want to, a la Final Fantasy XII. That that was the problem I had with Battle Chasers. The grind was so involved that I felt like it, it, it was just much more time consuming that needed my constant attention battle chasers i did that's the one thing yes i had a completely opposite experience i yeah that's where i that's why i stopped playing battle chasers i was 30 hours in i kept hitting grinds did a couple of whenever i'd come across a dungeon i would just kill all the monsters in it and if i felt like it i would go back and do it on the harder difficulty and by the end of the game i was already so high uh leveled and i had all of the ultimate weapons that i just walked through ultimate weapons well (laughs) anyway nino kuni uh the story does go to some very interesting places uh you go to the fairy kingdom and you go inside the fairy godmother's stomach so that's kind of fun that was that was really funny especially when you're like getting all of the kids and you're rescuing them only to have them kidnapped again by the boss. Yep. Uh, then there's a whole little bit fairies doing stand-up comedy. That was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but okay, so all of that gets you to a point where you find the white witch and you defeat them. And you know, you beat it, and then it actually shows all of your characters marching happily through a field, and then you're like, "This is it." I did it. I beat the White Witch. This bring me the credits. And it goes, and their adventure continued. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and they take, uh, in the very beginning, you meet a little girl named P. She's like a ghost spirit character. Hold on, Alex. I think you're confused. Are you talking about once you defeat yourself? Because after you defeat Getty, yourself, I was trying to stay away from spoilers. Soft ending. It's too late. I already beat this game months ago. And these guys aren't going to play it. No. Nope. Bring on the spoilers. Okay. Spoiler alert for Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Uh, you are technically fighting a version Shadar. of yourself. Yeah. So the White Witch is. Uh, it was was a was you. It was it was no no no. The White Witch is your a version of your mother. Yes. There. Wait. No. <laughs> no, it's not a version of your mother. It's. It gets a little bit convoluted as JRPGs go. So you do fight yourself, and uh, it turns out that it's a version of yourself in the fairy world, okay? 
after you do that, that's the the soft ending that Alex is talking about, where you're like, yeah, I finally did it. But after that, you start to go back out into the world, and the White Witch has done something to the world, and it's causing havoc. So I believe P, that's the character that you run into, even at the beginning of the game, um, she is a reflection of this White Witch, but it turns out that your mother had originally saved... It's, it's Shadar, right? Or is it Nadar? Yes. It's Shadar? Okay. It's Shadar. Uh, had originally saved him, or he had saved her. That's what it was. He had saved her so that you could exist. Very convoluted. Yeah. But, okay, so anyway, the problem is I have is that you defeated the White Witch... And then they give you that kind of that soft ending, and then they go, "Oh, by the way, you remember P from the beginning that you talked to that ghost that ghost lady? Now we're gonna give you her story for the next fifteen hours." But you, so that's what, that's where I was saying is that I was getting I was getting to that point where it's like, "Oh, I beat the game, hell yeah!" And it's like, "Wait, nope, here's another like ten hours, go for it." Here, this story now is about P mostly, and it's like, "Well, you could have just." like kind of wrapped it up in like have P story be somehow incorporated to the white witch and then kind of be done. But instead they added a whole nother section that I guess wrapped up the story, but it just didn't, it felt like it was an afterthought. It Wait, like you it mean kind of like playing as nine S no, no, that's a completely different game and experience. Yeah. Bullshit. It is. It's exactly the same experience. I, I can't wait for this discussion once you actually finish. You could hack in the first uh, playthrough. There's some um, slight gameplay differences, but it's slight? the same. It's the only. G- it's really the <laughs> massive gameplay difference. Yeah, it, and that's it. That's that's it. There's. Bleh. Isn't this about it's perspective? It's a new game with change. new mechanics. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a new game at all. So Nino Cooney, Wrath of the yeah. White Witch. Uh, I just felt like it overstayed its welcome by about ten hours. I thought it was. I thought it, it. The grind was enough that it didn't necessarily bother me because I could do other things, and I really liked that about it. But I felt like uh, a cu- the, the other thing about it is that right before you def- you fight the White Witch, they give you an, a whole other character. They're just saying, "Oh, you have three people in your party. Do you want to swap out one for this other person?" It's like, no. I've been using the same three people for thirty hours. Why would I want this other guy that I don't know really well and put him in my party? He's handsome, that's why. I would not do that. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're doing. Also, um, I do feel like it, it, <laughs> it is a very in-depth game if you want it to be. There is a whole alchemy system there that you can create different recipes for. There is... I'm trying to think. There's more to it even than that. There's the the Pokemon system goes really in depth with evolutions that you can just find new ones all the time. So that's pretty cool. There's a there's a lot here. I I thought that uh, the game is very deep if you want it to be. If you're looking for if you're somebody that wants a JRPG that you can just sit and that be your game, and I'm gonna sit here for dozens and dozens of hours and just dive deep. And I there's end game. After you beat the game, there's even more stuff to do than Nino Kuni's your game for sure. 
So it's for like the people who grew up playing PlayStation One RPGs, where like it was a selling feature that this game is eighty plus hours. Well, it's not. It's not the fact that there's eighty plus hours. It's more the fact that even after beating the game, there are ultimate enemies and other quest lines and uh, more Pokemon to find and to level and to master. Like to get it, like because you get them to uh, you get to a point where you can pick they their evolution varies. So the first, there's a step one, step two, and then step three. They can go more defensive or more you know action. They or they can go more physical or more magical, and you pick their evolution. It's true. So again, they it's more about it's if you could only afford one game, <laughs> and you want something that you can really drink deep of the cup. Uh, Nino Kuni would be just fine. So. That's that's where I think of it. Uh, Getty, do you have any final that thoughts on Nino Kuni? That cup has hemlock in it. Don't drink it. It's too late. I'm already dead. <laughs> no, you covered it pretty well. I would agree with you, Alex. As you got towards the end, I didn't think it needed that bonus act. And I was even warning you about mm. it, what, like three yeah. months ago? I was like, oh, look out for this. It's completely unnecessary. Yep. But I, I did appreciate the amount of extra stuff you could do especially evolving your your cute little monster creatures yeah and then and i i I did not touch the alchemy system and i feel like uh what i read online it is a very deep system so a lot to do a lot to lot to master in that game uh now joel you also you Beat Hollow Knight after weeks of saying we're nearing the end, we're nearing the end, you're nearing the end. You beat Hollow Knight. Tell me, what do you think of your experience with Hollow Knight? It's good. I like that answer. Nice. <laughs> game of the generation. Game of the gen. You know, it's up there. Uh, it might be my game of the generation. Then, if we're counting like the PlayStation Four and so on. Uh, so, in terms of Metroidvanias. It, it is unique to me in that the character movement itself. What's your character's name in this, or do you have a name? You're just the knight. Okay. Yeah. You're uh, the knight. Like he's got a decent jump, but it all feels very like weighty. You know, there's no floatiness to it. He, he's got a heft to him, so uh, that felt unique in in some ways than some others I've played. Uh, this game is beautiful. Just outright gorgeous like i before this game artistically i felt like ori and the blind forest was sort of the top tier for 2d platforming but uh there there's such dark tones of black and stark whites uh where any other color kind of is a a gift (laughs) so there'll be like a couple sections where it'll be lush green or it will be uh sort of hues of pink because you're in a mine with uh, pink gemstones of some type. And it makes the contrast that much more uh, awe-inducing. It's pretty great. And the music is spectacular. Uh, There's little I have to complain about this game. Like, like even even the hardest times where I was bashing my head against a wall at a boss, most of the time, most of the time I knew it was my fault, you know, or like I had a bad roll of the dice for that pattern or something, and 
the the ending I liked quite a bit once I actually figured out the right <laughs> way to get an ending. Uh, but the the fake ending or the bad ending is is interesting. Like uh, there is so from what I'm understanding without having looked up the lore, the sense I got from playing this was that uh, the Hollow Knight is sort of a cyclical ritual where the one that's stuck in you know goes and there's a, a little adventurer just like you who then goes through the same process of opening up the black egg and then fighting him and then if he kills him then it's the cycle where your character then it's implied that you assume the role as the new hollow knight uh in that version so that sort of cycling is interesting and then on top of that uh the actual ending where all the spirits are sort of following you to, to down this, uh, I'm not sure what they call it, but like the sort of white, uh, being that kind of looked almost angelic in a way. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really just hit all my notes, uh, aesthetically, uh, gameplay wise that there's charms that, you apply to yourself that will give you boosts in movement or uh, a shield or even like very small minor humorous things and it 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 actually pretty effectively changes the way you play depending on what you choose because you can choose to be like a dash master where you're focusing on being able to get out of tough spots or you could use a lot of defensive stuff to make you a little tougher to be bopped around but uh yeah it's game of the generation i'll say it now so something i actually found really intriguing is that uh, team cherry has come out and said that all three endings are valid endings and that they're all canon yeah like divergent timelines right <laughs> yeah because well and so all, yeah did you did you get the the worst ending? I'm assuming the worst ending is the one where you kill the Hollow Knight, or no? Yeah. So you there's one where you kill the Hollow Knight, but Hornet never steps in. Oh, okay. So I, if you don't get both, if you don't get the Shade Soul, mm-hmm. Hornet never steps in. I see. Okay. And then it just it reseals the black egg. And there's no masks on the front. Huh. Huh. And, yeah. Which, that's kind of something I'm not certain that you can really go, like, I I guess this last, your playthrough as the Hollow Knight is the last one in the cycle because all of the endings either change the black egg Mm -hmm. or you, you... survive yeah 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 it's uh it's there's a lot of allusions to ideas and i i'm still needing to go back to that two or three hour lore video uh kelly was so compelled by it that she wants to listen or watch the (laughs) the lore videos now because it's you know it's it's environmental storytelling you these little snippets of dialogue from certain npcs who will sell you stuff or give you a little bit of history but everything else you're inferring from the background the bosses that come about etc 
Did you realize yeah. what Sly's true profession is? Sly? Which one? Yeah, the, the, the little bug dude that you, oh, the first NPC you find to start selling you stuff. Oh, no, I didn't. He taught the other nail masters. Oh, okay. Okay. Question. Uh, for the nail master, once he has completed uh, mastering your nail. Uh, uh, the, the forge master. Yeah. The smith. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gives you option to kill him or let him live. Which mm-hmm. one did you choose? I let him live, I and was, then I went and I saw him at the, uh, at the nail master's house where he's painting little dolls. Hmm. Yeah. I, I sliced him up real good. <laughs> Did you let, uh, did you save? Oh, God, what is his name? Pascal. Zygote. Zygote. <laughs> Zygote. Zygote. What the hell yeah, is Yeah, I saved name? Zygote. Yeah, I did. Zote. That's it. Zote. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, the, 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 the last boss was, uh, the last secret boss is the Radiance, but what I liked that it continued with the insect motif, the Radiance is a moth. Yes. And oh, okay. moth are, moth are driven are uh, drawn to lights, mm-hmm. so it was a moth that was in fact itself a light that made and, you know like moths are kind of drawn to it almost hypnotically. Everybody became hypnotic to the radiance's light. So and, that's po- a, and then poisoned by it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a whole another part of the the insect motif that kind of give it more character throughout. Uh, and then you also got the you. I, I did point you towards the beehive DLC. Yes. Uh, Add on. Yes, and so that's very that. Cool. Yeah. Well, that was another neat part where it had a contrast in colors to the start black and white. Uh, all those hues of yellow and orange really lit things up. Uh, there, I mean, the honeycombs looked lit up as it was, and then the the bees were all very fuzzy. And the big ones would chase after you with a stinger, or one one big bumblebee would just literally bounce back and forth like a pinball. Uh, but really, really interesting characters. Yeah, and you know, um, we got to find you those lore videos because they're they're fascinating just to kind of see the what the little details mean each time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I want to go back and play the Grim Troop now. You kind of like got me in the mode. <laughs> Because it, it does add like a whole bunch of new characters. It's a carnival. It's like mm-hmm. an, yeah, like a insidious, bright red carnival. Really? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can actually okay. all that extra geo and stuff that you have rolling uh-huh. around. You can um, use it to make all those fragile charms unbreakable. Oh, that that'd be nice. <laughs> I didn't bother using them for the most part because of that. Like, same here. So. A good thing about those two, you, if you do go into a dream to fight one of the dream bosses, mm-hmm. they don't break there. You don't die, so they don't break. Right. Yeah. That that is true. Now that you mention it. That. And then um, the last DLC was gods, uh, gods and monsters. I think it is. And in that DLC, it's just kind of boss rush mode where you can go and pick different bosses to fight, and sometimes they'll combine two bosses together. So they'll add different monsters that'll be to like uh, so you could fight the um, the um, the lords uh, that were what were the what were the lords the mantis lords the man you can fight the mantis lords and say zote in the same like in the same <laughs> arena something like that you can add 
And you can then there's also different levels where like give them more health. Mm-hmm. You have less health. You can like do these modifiers. There isn't any story. It's just uh, going to the. It's it literally just a full arena with different doors and and it gives you a menu. So it's actually <laughs> not uh, the last DLC was just. It's like almost Alec playing a mod like a, a randomizer. It was just for people who wanted to up the difficulty and really master the game. Yeah. So, yeah, they they added they they kept they kept uh, supporting that game. Now, one other little fun thing I found. Did you notice you can equip more charms than you have notches for? Yes, you can. That's a fun one. You then take double damage. So you can actually yep. equip every single charm simultaneously. Just, just take a bunch of damage. Yep. <laughs> well, that was a that was a big a big breakdown of two games that we finished from our backlog this week. But now let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you the listener into the weekday. Uh, for me, uh, by the time this goes live, I will have recorded uh, on the latest Gaming Fix podcast. So uh, I will be over there talking about some of the betas we've talked about on the previous episodes. Uh, I just uh, am really hyped on the betas we've been playing. So I think that I'd like to talk about it more. Uh, also, Near Replicant is depressing. Joel? So my son walked in on me doing a uh, thumbnail of a YouTube video that you asked me for. And I was cutting out the image from the character art. What are you doing? Oh, this is what I'm doing. Can I do it? Yeah, sure. And then I get uh, a Paper Mario picture and show him how to do it. And then him sort of slowly doing doing it. Uh, guys, eventually we're going to have somebody to do all our artwork. <laughs> Interns! There we go. Hell yeah. We're not paying him. That's the child labor <laughs> Intern. laws. Intern. Severely reduced pay for Child everyone. labor laws do not apply to family-run businesses. There we go. Alex already ran on the table and his kids. Uh, Getty, one last thing. Uh, I'm going to play Mass Effect, I guess. All right. Yeah. Who? What's your shepherd look like? He looks like Phil, your brother. Big brother of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'll, uh, oh. I can't believe you stuck with that. Why not? I'll uh, just shots. remind me on Sunday or when we drop the episode, I'll upload the picture of of Phil Shepard so that everybody can see him. <laughs> I'm impressed. I actually had set out to make it look like Alex, but it started to look like Phil, and I was like, eh, it's good enough. <laughs> Is it? What's his favorite shop on the Citadel? Uh, it's the first one, so there's like two shops. <laughs> it, it's not, yeah. I like that joke. Uh, Alec, one last thing. Uh, mm, oh, damn. Guys, my audacity wasn't recording. Nobody believes No, me. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um, for me, this uh, it's all about bees. I'm going to try to find some time to play games. <laughs> bees, woodworking, and making a green bees. screen. Bees. Bees. Bees? Bees. Bees, Tools, yeah. I, bees. Ju- I just let Tools my queen bees. out uh, yesterday, so I've got to go tomorrow and make sure... The rest of the bees didn't kill her. Joel, what comes after your A's? What did you name the bee? Name what? What did he name the queen bee? Did why? Why would name? I name her? No, Samantha. Okay. She's replaceable. The answer is little Kim. 
she's the queen bee. I can't believe I have to explain this to you guys. <laughs> is that like a song or something? No, it's a rapper. She's the queen bee. <laughs> I hate you. And that will be it for this week's Super DG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super DG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super DG Radio, where we will be doing, uh, at this point, Alex in a beat near Automata so we can do more Metroidvania, Metroidvania or, or Randomizer? Metroidvania Monday. Okay, Metroidvania Monday. 2D Tuesdays. Uh, nothing on Wednesday. Podcasting on Thursdays. Metal Gear Friday. I'm going to beat him into playing the, the finishing Revengeance. You watch. Uh, Joel, you got any plans for Saturday? Stardew Valley. I think we're going to do some co op farming. Okay. Uh, and Sunday, nothing. I'm still planning on taking either a Sunday or a Wednesday. I got a baby is making it tricky, but I'm, I'm coming up with ideas. So. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or a version of your mother of your choice. That's confusing. Version of your... What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good game. GG, Getty. Good game. GG, Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody.